Hello everyone, so I want to finish the pro-sex, pro-porn feminism uh, episode, and I'm going to do that right now. Ethical and feminist porn, this is wildflowersex.com. Pornography is a part of many people's masturbation routines. Erotic films and imagery help to turn us on allow us to explore fantasies and develop our desires. However, with some of mainstream pornography promoting sexist and discriminatory narratives, as well as mistreating its stars and creators, how can we ensure the porn we're viewing is ethically made with a feminist agenda? What do feminism and ethical standards even look like within the world of porn? We interviewed the most progressive names in porn to give us some insight. Ali Oops is interested in sex and all of its manifestations and justice wherever it's lacking. She fights for rights and fucks for money. A self-taught videographer, she produces, directs, performs, and edits and distributes all of her own porn. With a predominantly sex worker and exclusively woman, queer, trans, and gender non-conforming teen, she subtly she subtly queerifies mainstream porn formers with her documentary-style pornography and behind-the-scenes shorts. Allie serves us ethically-made porn that's hot, hot, beautiful, and funny all in one film. She also gives really, really good head. Mm. How would you define ethical slash feminist porn? I think ethical and feminist porn are two different things that sometimes overlap. Birth in the 1980s, feminist porn as a genre feels like a thing of the past. The term originally meant that a porn was either directed by a cis woman, depicted authentic pleasure in cis women, and slasher diverted the dun 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 male gaze of Jesus. A new genre meant to liberate women ended up creating space for only a small fraction of mostly white, cis, straight, vanilla women's view of better pornography. This is where ethically made porn is born as a new descriptor. Instead of focusing on what the images look like or who makes them, Ethical porn focuses on labor rights of the industry, specifically the performers' rights. Are the performers being treated and paid well? Are their needs and boundaries being heard and respected? Do they have agency of the script slash performance? How is the porn distributed and using what language to market it? Ethically made porn holds the entire industry accountable to basic labor rights. Maybe you don't like triple anal porn, but the performer was treated and paid well then that is ethical porn to me. What can porn consumers do to ensure what they're viewing is ethical? This is a hard question. An easy answer would be to buy and consume porn directly from the performer. Famous independent content producers on sites like minibits.com. You can also follow performers on Twitter, Twitter, and other platforms to see what they're saying about their work conditions. This requires a huge amount of vulnerability on the consumer's end. Pornographers use social platforms to promote their explicit work alongside everything else they are thinking about. Leaning into the discomfort of sexual imagery can help us pay attention to how they are made and how the people participated feel about them. With that said, I think a lot of our socialized guilt around sex is projected onto porn performers. It's important to remember that performers get paid for their labor and like many jobs, they may not agree with or love the company they work for but they did negotiate and gain something, money, from it. I think we need to stop projecting our own guilt and fears around sex onto porn and start actually listening to what the performers involved have to say about it. Why do you think consuming porn is integrated into so many people's self-pleasure? I think for some people, porn might be the only outlet for their desires and fantasies to play out. It might be because they are kinky, have a niche fetish or because they're LGBTQIA+. Some porn can't be recreated in real life like 
giantess porn or hentai. For a lot of marginalized people, porn might be the only place they see themselves represented in the media. This can be especially true for sexual and gender minorities who don't have nearly as much visibility outside of porn. If you're questioning your sexual orientation and slash your gender, porn can be a good place to seek out images of the community. Trans women, for example, are heavily represented in porn, not so much in mainstream media. In 2018, porn is mostly a very private experience. Not only can explicit images and noises have arouses, the images you consume can be a little secret with yourself. For how much porn is consumed globally, we really don't talk about it at all, besides how evil and bad it is. It would be interesting to hear more about people's positive experiences with porn. In order to do that, we need to actively fight against the stigma of porn consumption. How do you want people to feel after seeing all their productions? First and foremost, I want them to be turned on. But beyond that, I also want people to laugh, to see the humanity in the performers, to be able to peek into the window of our productions and see not just the porn, but the whole picture. That is why I started making documentaries, behind the scenes pornos last summer. This is why I started making documentaries, behind the scenes pornos last summer. Starting out as an experiment, people were really connecting with the interviews I put at the start of my porns. Expanding from there, I now make blooper reels for every film, behind the scenes shorts, this last video has over five separate video shorts that are free, PG-13, and accompany the porn and interview spotlighting the performers. I think seeing that we are laughing, farting, have poor spitting, and that kind of stuff, it really humanizes us as performers and therefore the industry. It shows us as whole people who are choosing to be on set and have fun. If people walk away from my work only taking away that, then I feel fulfilled as a director slash editor. I don't need people, I don't need everyone to be attracted to me. Lord knows I don't enjoy myself. Watching myself have sex. But I do want people to walk away thinking more critically about how we have been socialized to understand the industry. What are some of the struggles you face in creating content? Because I am self-taught in all things film, it has been an uphill battle learning about video equipment, cinematography, editing all the technical stuff. Sometimes I feel defeated looking at independent porn that is made by classically trained film people. I felt that way the first time my porn printer on the big screen. Everyone's work was so creative and high quality, I didn't feel quote unquote good enough for the lineup. My work was just run of the mill porn made by a bunch of amateurs who know nothing about video making about sex. I shot my first porn on iPhone 6 one year ago and now we rent fancy cameras and mics and have more than one person operating equipment. But the higher quality equipment we get, the bigger the teams, the more expensive the productions are to fund. I pay for everything out of pocket, and if you know me, you know I make sure everyone is paid on my sets. I realized very quickly that the video world is financially inaccessible, which is probably why cis white straight men dominate the industry. I refuse to have cis white straight men on my sets which means that my entire team often ends up being as untrained as me. On my last set, I hired a classically trained film person to teach the team how to use everything before we started. Everyone walked away feeling so fulfilled. Not only do we get to learn and grow, my team was getting paid to learn this stuff. What do you think the future of porn looks like? I do, I do suspect VR porn will be the future, at least of the mainstream industry but I truly don't know. I think the fact that porn performers are able to create and distribute their own porn can change everything in terms of representation and marketing. It is exciting to see the diversity in porn explode when people have the power to represent and market themselves however they see fit. On a political level, we see porn censorship campaigns globally dominating policy making right now. The UK just passed a horrendous censorship bill and the US is quickly trying to mimic it. This is, scary. this is scary mostly for independent porn creators. These very censorship policies could shut down the ability for the porn industry to truly change towards a more inclusive modern domain. So maybe the future of porn won't be so bright if our political and social climate doesn't learn about the nuances and diversity within the industry and how their so-called save the world policy, in quotations, doesn't actually help foster positive change in the sex industry. This is why now more than ever, it is time to loudly publicly support pornographers and sex workers. 
company civilians on our team to aid us in the whole internet from net neutrality and other censorship policies. So check out Ali's films at aliups.findworld.com. Use code WildflyerSex to get 25% off of content until June 1st to users at bitmeo.com slash aliups. Jax Ashley is an independent porn producer and performer with Laura Chambers, self-taught in cinematography with an emphasis on collaborative DIY practices. Laura Chambers has spearheaded a new wave of creators making contemporary pornographic work from a new perspective with the aim to expand ideas about what porn can say, do, and be. Laura Chambers is part of a growing decentralization from traditional industry practice, independent, conceptual, creative porn cinema. How would you define ethical slash feminist porn? For me personally, I don't see my porn making as inherently feminist act. For me personally, I don't see my porn making as an inherently feminist act. I'm a feminist who makes porn, but I don't make feminist porn. Do my politics influence my porn making? Yes. Does my does my does do my politics influence my porn making? Yes. Does my porn making influence my politics? Absolutely, but the two are not inherently intertwined. This tweet I saw recently really gets it. When it comes to art slash media, feminism is a lens through which to critique it, not an adjective to describe it. Feminist porn for me is just too often used as an easy buzzword or a selling point. It shouldn't be co-opted as advertising. It shouldn't be co-opted as advertising to become meaningless as just a stand-in for any work produced by a woman or non-male person. The difficulty is in porn as in as in life. Male is the default and needs no explanation, but work produced by someone outside of that default is other. So you always make work as a woman, or as, as a woman, or as a queer person. Work is seen to be defined by this otherness, which is why we have porn and porn for women. For me, it's both limiting and patronizing. Ethical porn is simply porn that fits your own personal value system. So for me, that means you should prioritize performer welfare. That means ongoing negotiation, both before shoot, on set, and post-production, flexibility, and most importantly, paying as well as possible. What can porn consumers do to ensure what they're doing is ethical? They need to value porn in the same way they value all the kinds of media we create and consume. That means supporting it, both by talking about it and sharing what you love openly so that people can find and support new work, most importantly, financially. If you can help find new work you love, we can see new perspectives and more diversity come to you. If you can help fund new work you love, we can see new perspectives and more diversity come to the forefront of sex on film. That means if you see something you love, consider throwing some money that way to help make more of it. Why do you think consuming porn is integrating to some, to some, so many people's self-pleasure? Sex is just fascinating. We are naturally curious and social creatures and feel a natural draw to watch each other fuck. It's healthy, it's powerful, it turns us on. It makes us feel. It's recently become incredibly easy to access vast archives of clips of thousands of hours of contextless fucking. Instead, and free at our fingertips in a way it wasn't before. So you grow up masturbating to a certain routine in a certain way, and it's difficult or it seems pointless to break away from that. But I would say that variety is really important. Denying yourself an easy orgasm to pursue a more complex one sometimes can be really powerful. Tip one way to make porn kind of passe is to make porn your job. Honestly, I haven't watched professional porn and masturbate in years. It's way too functional for me now. How do you want people to feel after seeing one of, the, one of your productions? The four chambers were trying to communicate the intensity and the atmosphere of what it feels like to fuck. People talk about sex in terms of chemistry, but for me, it's always been more alchemy. I think it can be messy, experimental, sensory, magic. That's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping to explore with our work. What are some of the struggles you face in creating your content? Censorship, deletion, discrimination in life, and especially recently online. Is this thing in a world where porn and the people perform in it are considered to be the vast majority of people as worthless? and disposable. We don't value our depictions of sex enough, it's risky. That's part of why it's exciting, but it means that you never feel welcome and you never feel alone. It can be exhausting, but at the end of the day, I get to be my own boss and travel and fuck hot people and take my orgasms to the bank. I'm pretty lucky. 
What do you think the future of porn looks like? Diverse, independent, and creative. Porn is relatively untapped as a medium. I'm so excited to see more voices and more perspectives coming to the forefront. We can't let our depictions of sex to continue to be carved by one birth, by one vision and one group. We can actively work to diversify its perspectives to remove the stigma, protect and value its work, and celebrate and encourage its work. Then we can hopefully have a better dialogue around sex and porn instead of just the confusion and fear mongering today. So pornography can keep becoming more representative of the beauty, diversity, and complexity of sex as a whole. Check out the amazing content from Four Chambers at a4chamberedheart.com. Find Vex East, Vex Ashley on Instagram at, at Vextate. Mackenzie Packet Math Magazine. Mackenzie Pack is the founder, editor, and chief of Math Magazine, a progressive, inclusive publication based in Brooklyn and shipping everywhere. Math Magazine maintains a dedication to highlighting their latest genders, an assortment of bodies and a bouquet of beauty types in every issue. Each porn oozes of a sex positive agenda, focused on riding the wave of sexual shames and promoting sexual exploration. How would you define ethical slash feminist porn? While my methods and education are always involved in it, I would say that ethical feminist porn is media engineered to turn people on and even get them off while being generous with performers in the audience. This generosity takes the form of collaboration over dialogue between performers and producers on set, where expectations and boundaries are clearly shared and open to adjustment. This generosity takes the form of honoring the vibrant and diverse range of narratives, fetishes, body types, and fantasies that people want to see. It is being responsive to the needs of sex workers, listening to sex workers, and listening to customers by maintaining open and honest lines of communication, rooted in respect. It takes the form of undermining porn shame, sex stigmas, and racial, sexual, gender-based stereotypes that are so prevalent in mainstream media. This generosity takes the form of giving a platform, a microphone, a spotlight to people who are underrepresented and misrepresented. Using pleasure and sexual liberation to undermine shame and oppressive belief systems is the most feminist thing I can think of doing right now. What can porn consumers do to ensure what they're doing is ethical? Being thoughtful and well-informed about the companies one gives their money and attention information to is a really smart move. So as long as it doesn't make you crazy, I dabble with that a little, but that's another story. To whatever extent you feel comfortable or passionate, learn about the sites, performance, and production companies out there. A weird feeling when looking at certain porn is really helpful to reflect on where that is coming from. Inward, I-N-W-A-R-E. Personal reflection and exploration plus outward. Straight up research will likely help reveal some surprising results from personal stigma or misunderstandings to an entire universe of porn that really works for you. Why do you think consuming porn is integrated into so many people's self-pleasure? Porn can have this magical effect of snapping you into a state of arousal. One minute you can be answering emails and feeling frustrated about your day, and the next you can be engrossed in an erotic fantasy in your head, inspired by, say, a video or a short story. Porn is a great way to focus, learning to enliven your imagination. Words, images, video, GIFs, GIFs, artwork, poetry, smell, taste, touch, a list of ways we can heighten our sensual experience is practically endless. Porn is one of the many tools in the sexual pleasure toolbox that can help us get in touch with others and ourselves. It can help us escape ourselves or it can help us embrace our bodies and desires even more. How do you want people to feel after seeing one of your productions? After seeing Math Magazine, I'd like folks to feel their ideas of what porn can be expanded. Hope is that people feel inspired and surprised by what we put together. Ethical, progressive, inclusive, and radical porn doesn't have to be tame, predictable, or just one aesthetic. I want people to feel seen, delighted, inspired, turned on, and enamored. Hope that people are inspired to have sex, to make porn, and to broaden their sexual horizons by trying something new. I want readers to feel empowered to live the sexual lives they've been dreaming of and to realize that the possibilities are endless. What are some of the struggles you face in creating your content? I have a hard time turning down work. There's a ton of beautiful content that doesn't explore or explore outside the realm of the known, accepted and safe. 
it's tough to turn down so much great content, but if it's not pushing some sort of narrative or aesthetic forward for me, it's not really me to be contributing to the discourse of porn, sex, and art. Reaching new, re, reaching new readers in this era of Facebook scandal, NAFO, STA legislation is frustrating. Working within these confining systems while pushing radical messages fundamental to our publication, hence the low key cover and confusing name. When we are being blocked at several turns and limited in the ways we can grow, I sometimes find myself fantasizing about getting to a simpler business where stigma social change is less of an issue. But if it weren't, but if I weren't pushing something meaningful for it, I don't think I'd be so passionate. The fact that this work is hard is the same reason as why I want to do it. It's making a difference. What do you think the future of porn looks like? We are seeing an intensely oppressive regime passing laws that put sex workers at great risk and almost every day word that will be shut down. The biggest platforms for reaching customers and making financial transactions are starkly anti-sex, among other things. We operate at the periphery, often populating new apps and sites before the gentrification begins and people in sex work move on to the next platform. We roam and continue to use the tools available to us to resist. Yet I feel really optimistic. I see these tools being increasingly used for empowerment rather than oppression. People are increasingly skeptical of mainstream media and common narratives, including those around sex, gender, and porn. I'm seeing a growing movement of sex education, new porn, sex work, ultimately sexual liberation. Young people are thinking more non-binary and are acting in opposition to common narratives. I sense that we are at the early stages of another sexual revolution. One where sexual autonomy, gender politics, and just human rights see another wave of change, and I'm so here for it. I see a future where the sexual self is no longer repressed, and is instead accepted as a part of human nature like no other. Discover more about Math Magazine at math-mag.com uh, or via their Instagram at Math Magazine. Other mentionable pornography. Pink Label TV. Pink Label TV is inspired by the creativity and originality of the erotic movie Shining Moons Houston saw at the Berlin Porn Film Fest. The platform, which has been described as the new as the Netflix of indie adult films, supports fellow independent producers with resources to help their films find a global audience, enable studios access to sexual health resources, and ethical production practices, and often generous revenue commissions. Other adult sites often feature stolen porn clips for free. Misgender trans performers, segregate performers of color, and where other adult sites often feature stolen porn clips for free. Oh, the misgendering trans performers. Oh, trans performers being disrespected and not and not being accepted as trans. Oh, that's horrible. That's what misgender means. Okay. Wow. That's horrible. Segregate performers of color, that's horrible. And fetishize older young performers, horrible. People's size and folks with disabilities. And fetishizing people, that's horrible. Pinklabel.tv instead provides a viable and respectful hosting platform for studios and performers can make commissions. Crash Pat Series. Crash Pat Series is based on Houston's famous porn award winning Best Dyke Sex Film. That's what they said about themselves. The Crash Pat about a clandestine set. San Francisco apartment where lucky queers get a key for hot sex rendezvous. The site can be described as queer porn as it features couples of diverse gender orientations from the LGBTQ plus community including folks not often seen in porn such as people of color, people of size, older queers and people with disabilities including neurodivergent spectrums. Performers are paid equal rate regardless of who they are, gender, race, experience, or what they do on camera. It's common to see things like safer sex, Enthusiastic consent and check-ins, BDSM orgasms, and aftercare. Lastly, Trenchcoat X. Trenchcoat X was launched by veteran adult performers in 2018 with the goal of delivering high-quality product, fair prices for the consumer, and fair pay for the people who created that content. The challenge is figuring out how those values fit into a changing adult and entertainment industry. In early 2017, the revenue generated by fans was the site allowed them to grow into a full-time production studio on top of continuing as a content delivery platform. Wow. The best response I can say is 
I am excited. I'm excited. I had to do voice altering playfully because I am that excited. Excitement and jubilee and elation. I feel victory. That article is written perfectly. I don't have nothing else to add to that. Okay. How to support sex trafficking survivors without harming consenting sex workers. Some sex trafficking opponents have worked to outlaw sex work has nothing to do with the sex trafficking trade. September 11, 2021. Welcome to Porn Week, Mash. Can you see? Let me make sure I didn't read this on. Read this before. Even if I did, I'll do it in this school. Uh, the internet keeps us safe and we push us off the internet. We force us onto the streets. FOSTA slash SESTA has a body count. Uh, welcome to Porn Week. Mash Ables annual close up on the business and pleasure of porn. Sex trafficking is one of the worst criminal phenomena of the 21st century. Everyday traffickers kidnap innocent people or underage children and force them into sex slavery. Dozens of organizations have popped up to, to, fight, to fight this scourge. Although they sound like they're fighting a noble war, some of these nonprofits have spent time and resources trying to outlaw legal consenting sex workers who have nothing to do with the sex trafficking trade. Their missions extend beyond preventing sex trafficking into banning all forms of pornography, although they tend to mostly tout the former when convincing lawmakers and celebrities to join their causes. Prosecutors have rarely charged a trafficker because of FOSTA slash SSTA, but the legislation had a chilling effect on free speech. For years, several sex trafficking nonprofits have aligned the legal porn industry with sex traffickers. In 2018, Polaris, Coalition Against Trafficking Women, experts, Pride, and other advocates who oppose sex trafficking urge Congress to pass FOSTA slash SSTA. Once Donald Trump signed the legislation from the House and sent it into law, Websites became liable for ads, comments, and more content linked to sex trafficking. Although it sounds good, the law doesn't make a distinction between legal sex work and sex trafficking. The Columbia Human Rights Law Review reports that prosecutors have rarely charged a trafficker because of FOSTA slash SESTA, but the legislation had a chilling effect on free speech. The new rules have scared banks and other financial companies from working with legal adult consenting pornographers. FOSTA slash SESTA is making it harder for law-abiding pornographers like myself to do our jobs, even though our jobs are legal in the U.S. and we have nothing to do with sex trafficking. According to Vox, FOSTA slash SESTA made it so much less safe for in-person sex workers to vet clients and increased violence against women. After the New York Times published a story detailing horrific accounts of child endangerment videos and revenge porn on Pornhub, Exodus Cry, and other FOSTA slash SESTA supporters lobbied MasterCard, Visa, and various financial companies to refuse to process payments from porn companies. MasterCard quickly barred payments from Pornhub, even though they sell a video on Pornhub. You now have to verify your age with an ID and provide banking account information for payment. Several months later, OnlyFans briefly banned porn, blaming the move on banks that allegedly didn't want to process payments to sex workers and who wouldn't comment on the matter, according to the Financial Times. For many legal adult industry veterans, human trafficking often seems like a mask for anti-corn crusaders. Their crusaders working as decade-plus veteran adult industry performers and over 1,000 performing over 1,000 porn videos. I have never seen so many threats to porn. The Free Speech Coalition (FSC) adult industry lobbying group says we are fighting more laws than ever. FSC hired federal lobbyists to help us more effectively reach the members of Congress working on legislation that impacts sex workers and sexual speech, says Mike Stable, an FSC representative. The coalition is especially concerned with laws and regulations that encourage banking discrimination for adult businesses. The crisis has grown so large, the group has launched a fundraising, the group has launched a fundraising campaign to hire more lobbyists. At the same time, horrible criminals are sex trafficking people outside of our industry. And these people deserve our help. The stereotype all nonprofits is to do to others what people have done to pornographers for years. More importantly, the dutiful 
and more importantly, as dutiful members of our neighborhoods and cities, legal professionals and advocates have survived. Recently, I have been speaking to social justice experts about good organizations to support. Here are some ways adult performers and sex worker allies can help can help sex trafficking survivors by assisting the nonprofits that want to take down consenting sex workers. One, stay local. When it comes to nonprofits, national groups often focus on lobbying legislators to create new laws. Local organizations work on the ground with survivors. Local groups tend to help survivors find homes, jobs, and mental health assistance. But where to find a solid nonprofit working with survivors in the area? Answering what is the best group is a tricky question because many organizations that serve survivors are more localized, says Kate Diadamo, a law. The Adamo, a longtime sex worker rights advocate, previously was a national policy advocate at the Sex Workers Project of Urban Justice Center, which works to destigmatize and decriminalize people in the sex trade. The best group may not have the best SEO on Google. Many anti-porn sex trafficking national groups take out ads on such pro. I'm sorry. The best group may not have the best SEO on Google. Many anti-porn sex trafficking national groups take out ads on such platforms. The Adamo encourages prospective donors or volunteers to check out the Freedom Network. The group connects donors and volunteers to local organizations specializing in sex trafficking survivors with job training, legal and social services, and housing. They're an excellent service to connect volunteers and donors with organizations to help survivors. Two, research organizations before you donate or volunteer. Research the group before you donate or volunteer, let alone join in a nonprofit sponsored protest. Of course, it's time consuming to research which group to assist in a world where everyone is working a million hustles. Sites like Charity Navigate and Charity Watch movies. They grade groups on standards such as how much they spend on helping people versus executive salaries. The Coalition to Abolish Slave and Trafficking or CAST. Charity Navigator gives it a give with confidence ranking for good reason. Based in Los Angeles, CAST offers survivors free legal assistance. They also create mentorship programs for survivors to help them find jobs. They run a shelter for survivors who are searching for a place to live as well. Other groups to check out are homeless shelters and domestic violence organizations. Although they focus on helping homeless people find shelter, their missions often include helping sex trafficking survivors. Trafficking is, in terms of service provisions, just a line of funding, Adamo says. A local immigration slash refugee organization might have a trafficking program or the local DV shelter may receive survivors of trafficking for services. Three, volunteer domestic violence shelters. It's easy to write a check to an organization for good about yourself. But to further help survivors, we must work with them. Visit your local women's shelter, homeless assistance, nonprofit, domestic violence survivors group, and ask how you can help trafficking survivors. When you volunteer, you may find out that trafficking survivors need help buying food, assistance, applying for new jobs, and moral support. And remember to always listen to survivors about what they need instead of making their own assumptions. Always listen to survivors about what they need instead of making their own assumptions. I say again. As legal consenting survivors operating ethical businesses, we should help. For one, we have a self-service Volunteering minds people that we are law-abiding citizens just like them, not sex traffickers. But more importantly, as members in good standing with our local communities, we should help survivors. It's the right thing to do. The public, not just sex workers, can follow the same advice to support sex trafficking survivors. Porn consumers can also be cognizant of where they watch online porn, choosing to, choosing to visit sites that verify performers, ensure their consent, ensure their consent, and pay them for their work. Not all, not all pornographers are bad, and not all sex trafficking survivors organizations are bad. We must help the charities doing good work. They deserve it, and so do the survivors they assist. A two-time winner of the Avian Award for No Performer of the Year, Sherry DeVille is the internet's favorite stepmom, a former presidential candidate, and physical therapist. She lives in Los Angeles. Ah, I love this article, 100%. I'm thankful for people 
like Sherry DeVille. I really am. Um, okay, this is the porn conversation. A project offering tools for parents to teach their young generations about porn. Kids are watching online. They expose the visual depictions of sex in a very early, at very early ages. We think that prohibition and shame is not the answer that we believe in education and conversation. By choosing to shed light on the debate about online pornography, they're campaigning for equipped and alert young beings who are ready to make better choices driven by knowledge and not by fear. Facts. One third of all internet traffic is porn. It's very likely that your kids are going to stumble upon porn. Porn is unavoidable. Red tubes and other free porn sites are only one click away. Young children are watching porn at, at as young as nine kids accidentally stumbling across adult content. Porn is today's sexual education. Kids and teenagers search for porn when they're curious about sex. Our mission of Porn Conversations offers tools for parents to use to instigate the talk at home. Our mission is to give adults the opportunity to help kids and teens make smart and informed decisions regarding pornography. Today we need more than sex education in school, we need parents to have the porn conversation. One, get your get to talking with your kids and teens. Porn can confuse teens about how sex connects to sensuality and relationships often separating sex from emotions. It also gives teens unrealistic expectations about how to look and act. We need you to show them that sex is a lot more complex than what they see online. Two, I encourage you to teach, not criticize. It's key when you talk to your kids about sex and porn that you encourage understanding rather than just telling them not to watch because if you do that, they'll never talk to you about it. Three, provide you with guides for having a talk. We provide ideas and information for you to start a positive and educational conversation, including different documents for different age groups. And we believe the best people to educate their kids is you. We feel that through our experience, we can offer some guidance. Who are we? Erica Less and Pablo Dobna. Hi there, we are Erica Less, Stockholm, 1977, Pablo Donner, Buenos Aires, 1970, a married couple living in Barcelona with our two beautiful daughters, aged six and nine. Back in 2005, we started a production company to innovate the show of Mystic World of Porn, creating content that is sex positive and relevant for women. We are concerned about women and couples not being able to find ethical adult cinema. So we decided to do it ourselves. Now we own a successful company, and Erica Les Films is the vanguard of smart, feminine, and feminist erotic cinema. However, now we are worried about something new. The easy access to crappy porn, shitty porn, if you will, and horrible sites that kids and teenagers have. Kids are stumbling across porn at as young as 9 or 10 years old, and we need to take action. We realize this can't be solved by banning bad porn in the same way. Banning drugs hasn't helped in society either. But we can teach, we can talk, we can make our kids aware and critical. So we are starting this project to help parents and teachers talk about online pornography with their kids and teens. Don't be afraid, have hashtag the porn talk with your children. The sooner the better, Erica and Pablo. So, you have ambassadors, below you can find educators, therapists, coaches, and more who share the values upon conversation. You're free to contact the email address provided to discuss booking a session with them, hiring them to speak at a parents' meeting or in your local community, inviting them to a school or anything else they offer. The point of conversation will not be involved in these exchanges slash bookings. Leave it between you and them. We hope you find what you need. So there's a list of people on the bottom of the pornconversation.org. Um, we have gathered videos and articles that will help you learn more about porn and the impact that it's having today on the younger generation. If you find other interesting videos, articles, please share them with us at talk at the pornconversation.org. So it has all the educational tools for kids under 11 years old, for teens between 11 and 15 years old, for teens over 15 years old. So those are the guides. I just wanted to mention that. 
the facts, our mission, who are we, educational tools, resources, ambassadors, collaborate, contractors. I'll provide the link to script. I'm sorry about that. I accidentally um, clicked on a comedy routine I was watching. It was of George Carlin, but let me get focused again. So, what I appreciate is, is I'm glad that Erica Les and Pablo Dobner are doing something about it. And I'll provide the website within the episode description so you can take a look at yourself. Okay. So, I think I think I'm gonna read one more. Because I think y'all get the point. I'll do one more, one more article. What is ethical porn? The real reason why Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow is throwing it to 8 million readers on Goop. On Goop, Paltrow compiled a list of porn websites as the good porn guide that she believed were female gay, GAC centric, made by women, ethically produced and hot by Sashma Carr, published on March 22, 2021. After making headlines with her vagina scented candles, Gwyneth Paltrow is back once again. But this time around, the Goop founders heavily advocated and promoted for ethical porn on her lifestyle website. On her website, under the wellness section, Paltrow compiled a list of porn websites as a good porn guide that she believed were female gaze, G-A-C-E, centric, made by women ethically produced and hot. She also went on to add that the list she compiled comprised of erotic sites she liked and trusted. The first time you watch porn that genuinely deeply aroused you, it's akin to the moment you have sex with another person, experience an elation that makes you think, oh, so this is what sex can be, she wrote in the article, also acknowledging that porn is everybody's cup of tea. But in case you're wondering what's ethical porn that Paul Church promoted on the website for 8 million readers, read on to know all about it. What is ethical porn? I also call feminist porn a fair trade porn. Ethical porn is a form of pornography that treats performance in the video slash audio with respect, ensures fair pay for everybody involved in the work, including performance and filmmakers, and also bears mutual respect for boundaries and needs. Ethical porn is also known for showcasing a very realistic depiction of sex rather than the conventional porn, which relies heavily on male gaze, JCE. Various body types, female pleasure, and queer relationships are at the forefront of ethical porn. According to a study reported by Mind Body Green, one in every four people visit porn websites are women. Ethical porn attempts to cater to these women. Ethical porn also in feminist porn emphasizes on female gaze, JCE, rather than male gaze as conventional porn focuses. Ethical porn also known as feminist porn emphasizes on female gaze, JCE, rather than male gaze, JCE, as conventional porn focuses upon. Although ethical porn seems great on the paper, everybody seems to be completely on board with it, especially during the current times when abuse against women is at an all-time high. Daily Mail quoted Claire McGlynn, a law professor at Durham University, an expert in pornography's concerns of online pornography. She said, I feel that debating the niceties of ethical porn is a worrying distraction from the realities of mainstream online pornography. In truth, the multi-billion dollar porn industry is not going to be changed or its impact diminished by a few ethical porn companies. Where can one watch ethical porn? Paltrow made a handy list of a few ethical porn websites. She categorized them under various genres such as porn that's real, porn with a plot, porn you can listen to, porn you can read, and porn that's available for free. Under porn with a plot, she listed out X Confessions and SSSH.com as her favorites. X Confessions by Erica Lust, a Swedish film director, is based on real life stories of sexual fantasies submitted anonymously. One can subscribe to the contents of this website for $35 a month. Wow. That's the end of that? Okay. That is awesome. That is just fantastic to me. Um, I really do 
It would just feel that way. Um. I'm just, I'm just very proud of my approach and just the ethical companies. I'm really proud of them. Very much proud of them. You know, I think it's good that people are understanding the need to, um, treat people rightly. That's something that has been lacking very much, is treating people lightly. just learn how to care about people in terms of understanding that the body and the soul are natural friends making them unnatural enemies then we can really make empathy the norm Okay, this will be the last article, then I'll just share my thoughts and then I'll be done with the porn episodes. Sex tips we learned from feminist porn, Justin Teeter, last updated May 7th, 1629.com. The story was originally published on March 23rd, 2014. Porn tends to get a bad rap and for good reason. When you hear the word porn, you might not think of, of a form of expression and encourage women to adopt attitudes of sex positivity, self-respect, and healthy body image. Lately, though, a new crop of pornographers are turning the industry on its head by producing content that's fun, respectful, and yes, actually feminist. One of our favorite porn power players, Courtney Trouble, who's been making feminist porn since before it was a thing. It's hard not to be smitten with Trouble when you hear her unique take on sex and sexuality, evidenced by the pioneering nature of her work. Feminist porn is a movement comprised of filmmakers, consumers, sex workers, sex-positive activists and academics involving themselves in dialogues about feminist slash ethical porn-making practices, creating access to a generally made, dominated world of porn, she says. It is about performer-friendly labor politics, sex worker advocacy, making space for female voices in adult entertainment, and an anti-oppression-based representation of diverse bodies, races, gender, sexuality, and pornographies and its critiques. So what can women take away from this new and powerful form of sexual expression? We ask trouble to hit us with some feminist porn inspired tips to help turn up the sexy at home you might want to take some notes class is officially in session know yourself i think the best thing you do to inspire a relationship is to know what you want and to be honest and open about it there's so many ways to approach sex and sexuality and as long as there are legal activities and you have consent none of them are wrong of course good sex can be legal in some places gay sex and the help of a sex worker come to mind it's important to cultivate your sexual fantasies and seek out sex that works for you. Where to start? Exploring pornography, erotic writing, and sex-positive how-to books are my favorite ways to learn about sex. Once you figure out what gets you hot, share with a partner. Remember, openness is key. If your partner isn't into what you want to try, maybe they can support you trying it with someone else. By the way, gay sex is good, and sex worker help is good. Talk dirty. Even when we say the most mind-numbingly stupid things during sex, let's be honest, somehow they sound hot. I think it's because you're connecting with your partner on another very real level that's separate from the physical sensations you're experiencing together. My best tip to get started is to simply verbalize what you're doing. I am kissing your breast, your thigh, 
your skin feels so nice, may not seem to take inspire, but it gets your mouth moving. Interacting with love in a new way will go a long way toward heightening your shared experience. Dress up. Important, we often approach a scene with an idea or a theme in mind in order to keep things interesting. Let your real sex mirror foreign sex by coming up with a scene idea and decorate your bedroom outside the bedroom too and body to match the theme. One of the best scenes I've, I've ever shot, two women dressed up in ballerina costumes and got down with each other in point tissues, tights, and tutus. It was as fun as it was sexy and it was very, very sexy. Of course, your theme can be as elaborate as your imagination allows, or as simple as a tight pair of jeans and some rock star eyeliner. Whatever route you choose, dressing up allows you to break away from your go-to sexual persona and try something new, as long as you can keep an open mind. One of the simplest ways to spice things up and max out pleasure being a partner, make sure you have all the basics on hand at all times. For me, the basics include a good lube. I prefer liquid silver silicone lube or a liquid sassy water-based lube. A great vibrator like the magic wand and a G-spot toy like the toy I designed would not be trouble. Remember, never use silicone lube on a silicone toy as it can break down the surface of the toy as well as leading to a buildup of bacteria. Also, if you're using a condom, stay away from oil-based lube. Stick with either water-based or silicone products. Again, your partner do not use condoms. Partners, too, because casual here. I have learned from porn that coconut oil is by far the best lube that's not your own. But remember, it'll break down any latex, so don't use it with a condom. Remember, we're all the same. Before, remember again, bring the right tools. Remember, we're all the same. This is probably the best idea I could ever think to give is for cis men born as the gender with which they identify today. Stop worrying about the size of your dick or how long you can go or if penetration alone will give us a squirting orgasm. The truth is while your penis is totally awesome, it's going to take a little bit more to get us gushing. And we don't necessarily need it at all to get off. I say this in hopes that it will help ease the pressure that society has placed on you regarding the worthiness of your own body and performance. You've been told that sex is begins and ends with your dick. And the reality is that's a small part of the whole shebang. A whole shebang. Shebang. That's the right way to say it, shebang. Your bodies aren't even all that different. The skin around your testicles is the same skin that makes up the inner labia. Lady buttholes are the same as gentlemen buttholes. Your P-spot has the same explosive orgasmic properties as our G-spot. And on a cis's and on a cis woman's body, the clitoris holds the same amount of nerve endings and magical sex powers that the head of your penis does. And even though you can only see the tip, it extends to the entire vulva. We are also built to ejaculate even more so than cis men are. What I'm trying to say is cis women have phalluses too. I hope this challenges your notions of gender and sexuality in a good way. For too long, we have been taught that gender essentially is the notion that women are fundamentally different from men in every way. The truth is we're all made up of the same tissues. We all like our tissues to be touched in similar ways. Next time you're around the clitoris, play with it as much as you would want your penis played with. Jerk us off. You like the results, I promise. Bonus tip. If we haven't had enough orgasm after you've had your one gigantic orgasm, please continue to pleasure us with your hands and mouth, as well as those awesome toys. If you need some guidance in this department, watching queer porn can help you learn from the best on how to use toys, vibrators, and hands to get someone off long after your penis has left the party. Courtney Treble, Fuma from the US. <sighs> This is, this is remarkable wisdom. That's all I can say, remarkable wisdom. I keep things short, simple, and um, here's how I'm feeling. I want to say that I want to be a pornographer. I want to be a body positivity pornographer. 
I'm gonna be a sex positive pornographer. Um, so the type of porn I want to be a pornographer in, I also want to be a performer in. So I want to be a BBW pornographer. So I want to perform in BBW porn. I want to be plus size for figure pornography. I want to be I want to be a performer in BBW plus size full figure pornography. Therefore I want to be a BBW plus size full figure pornographer. Right? I want to perform in body positivity porn. I want to be performing sex positivity porn. Right? And all the types of porn I want to be a pornographer in. I um I just feel a sense of wanting the porn I am a pornographer and performer in to be emphasizing healthy nudity, healthy body image, healthy self-esteem, healthy mutual respect, healthy self-respect, uh, empathy, compassion, consent, equality, respect, trust, safety, um, racial justice, political justice, economic justice, social justice, um, environmental justice, um, global justice, local justice, national justice, continental justice, country justice, state justice, city justice, county justice. Human rights, equal rights, civil and political rights, uh, economic, social, and cultural rights. Those are things I want to emphasize in my performance that I am a doctor and performer in. And I want to emphasize healthy sex, healthy sexuality. Healthy intimacy, healthy romance. Compassionate treatment of sex partners. And I want to do the type of porn where there are cautionary tales and healthy warnings about some aspects of our life and I want to be able to do ones that celebrate all the good things in life and help us to perpetuate those. So I want to have a kind of porn as an for performer that I want to make as globally conscious. We never celebrate wrong, we just warn against it. Through our storylines and through our scripts and through everything that's happening on camera. I want to be a Native American and I'm first want to participate in Native American porn if there is any. be a part of foreign I want to be a foreign women pornographer I want to perform with foreign women you know uh, I want to do black indigenous people of color porn as a performer so I want to be a black indigenous people black indigenous people of color pornographer you know, you know um Lastly, I must say that doing 
Our episodes has been very, very enlightening. Um, I have been very excited to do them. I'm proud of them. Like, It has been truly fulfilling to me. Yes, I want to do white women pornography as a performer. I want to do white women. I want to be a white woman pornographer. Um, That's what I want to say, and that's what I want to do. And like one more thing, I want to do women's erotica and pornography performing. I want to be a pornographer of women's erotica and pornography. This has been great. This has been wonderful. I can officially conclude all the porn series. Now I'm going to talk about the sex positive movement uh, tomorrow. Thank you for listening to me.